win success by believing in yourself. Okay, cure yourself of what's known as excusitis, which is the failure disease. How to think big and expand your horizon. You know, you are what you think you are. Make your attitude your allies and getting into an action habit and the importance of all this. Welcome to this week's book review. <laughs> we uh, we both read an awesome book together, and when I say together, I do mean together. You know, we sat down on the couch. We were both. I flipped the page, then he flipped the page, <laughs> and uh, and then we both finished off at the same time in the same. Ah, book. <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> no God! Uh, so um, guys. It's called The Magic of Thinking Big by David J. Schwartz. And honestly, man, it was such an awesome book. Like this dude was so <clears throat> ahead of his time, you know. Or maybe not. Maybe it's just the crux of every era of living. That's how you live your life. Uh, I mean, really, yeah, it's, it's just that I guess we have this assumption of people back then, right? They don't have this knowledge, but looking back behind we're like oh well <laughs> you know wait a second we we're talking about the student mindset right maybe yeah. we don't know everything and maybe they did know some stuff back then yeah clearly so this was i believe he wrote in the you know 1960s 1950s era not even sure and you know because you read in the book and he's always talking about different dates and times and you're like oh that's unusual but this man talks about some things which are incredibly you know, important where, you know, we wrote down and narrowed the six things that we believed were really important. I chose three things. Sonny chose three things. The key um, takeaways like know. from this book, which yeah. we can tell to our, which I've been telling to my friends and like which we can tell you, which you can benefit from. Mm. I think, you know, it's, it's, there's so many things. So we're going to summarize them in, in this podcast, you know, because I think everyone should get this book get their hands on it and read it like seriously you know we're going to be talking about these principles where win success by believing in yourself okay cure yourself of what's known as excusitis which is the failure disease how to think big and expand your horizon you know you are what you think you are make your attitude your allies and getting into an action habit and the importance of all this yep. so I'll start off by, you know, I wrote down some, some <clears> key <throat> things which I thought was important. And the first one is to win success by believing in yourself. And man, this guy had some amazing quotes, which I will quote, where one of them, you know, I, I love where he always talks about, you know, you have to be involved in the process of belief to, to actually go ahead with the action. You know, and I'll read out the three that, you know, he spoke and I really, it really hit me hard. So first is, if you don't believe it's possible to climb high or achieve great things, your behavior will remain that of the average person. Yeah. Second is belief is the thermostat that regulates what we accomplish in life. Mm. And the third <clears throat> is the size of your success is determined by the size of your belief. Okay. Meaning... All of this is talking about, you know, so that third one is if you have a little goal, you know, uh, then you have little expectation, right? And if you have a big goal, you have big expectations. And if you sum all of this up together, what he's trying to say is if I don't believe that I'm going to achieve my goal, I won't even start. Yeah. And if you don't believe you're worth that goal and you're worth a bigger goal, yeah. you will never achieve that. And so like, you know, <laughs> if... Uh, 
if I don't believe that I can climb Mount Everest and reach the top, but that's my massive goal, I'm never going to take the action step to actually hire someone to take me through, yeah. hire the gear. You know, whereas obviously if I do believe it, I'll start taking, I'll start doing the training, I'll do what's involved. So belief is a really important process. And, yeah. you know, he talks hugely about how to expand your belief system. And belief is what keeps gods alive in oh, this yeah. 21st century. That's very true. <laughs> so very, keep beliefs in yourself. Nice. So what, uh, what takeaway did you have, man? Uh, I think one of the <clears throat> most major one, I think we'll do more podcasts on this, is the excusitis disease and then yeah, well, definitely. The, f- the, the failure disease, how people have these excuses of everything in life that they're not able to do. Like there's always an answer they have prepared in the back of their mind to justify themselves or to stop themselves, which is basically like an anchor that's stopping you from moving ahead. So basically mm-hmm. sums up four major excusitis First one is regarding your health, where people say like, oh, but my health is not good, but it runs in my family and I'm not fit because of this. Like, it's not you're not obese because it runs in your family. You're obese because no one runs in your family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, knew you were going to say <laughs> that, bro. Yeah, and uh, that's the first one. Then joke. there's more like one about luck, one about age, where people speak about age, one about intellect. Well, a lot of people think they're not capable of some responsibilities and they think they're not smart enough and these are the excuses which hold people yeah uh, which these are not something you can't change everything your health you can change your intellect you can improve and memorizing is not a high paid skill actually mm. but empathizing is a more higher paid skill and finding new ideas and implementing them so you don't have mm. to be storing things in your head so he talks about in the book he goes a lot more deeper into how to break all these things and how you can overcome overcome all these things and Mm. another one is like a lot of people have is i'm too young so i'm gonna waste my time fucking partying and drinking which i've done (laughs) or if i'm too old to start this and i can't do it by now so a reason for them not to start reason for them to not, not to start so it's both the things it's something people keep on the their bag on the on the back to like just to show oh i'm yeah. not there because of this look at this oh, i've got true. this burden on me what's but, your excuse yeah Here's mine mine's so much shinier and better than yours yours dull such a silly game but everyone does it yeah right? everyone does it every <clears throat> you everyone's guilty of it too so i'm a guilty of it you're guilty and we yeah. are guilty and that's that's we, the point right yeah but he talks about how we like some things we've implemented in ourselves how we can get over these things and when how to catch ourselves when we're doing these excuses and how to not let it be an anchor and actually move forward in life regardless yeah. of yeah. your limitations i agree I yeah think it's a massive one that people don't know. we're definitely doing a podcast on that yeah um you know excuses that hold us back that we don't even realize sometimes yeah you have two choices make excuses or make progress yes sir i like that and that's why we put it up there right (laughs) this is our motto um the next one that that i took was you know how to think big and you know as you can guess the name of the book is the magic of thinking big that's where he expands on massively you know because if you can't think big then you won't have big actions right and so Ultimately, if you know, we have to actually work on this. It's a muscle. It's like creativity. It's an actual muscle, right? Yes, some people are born with the ability, you know, maybe the circumstances that allow them to see bigger vision and think bigger. And you may come from a place where, you know, not so much. And as an example of this would be uh, a story of Tom Bilyeu 
you know, super successful. And uh, <laughs> he was in his, in, you know, in his factory, Quest, the, the maker of Quest bars, right? And all the people working for him were in a very low, uh, what do you call it? Uh, low zone in the sense of, you know, uh, money-wise, they, they didn't have much. And so he would ask many people the question, and he goes, <coughs> Magic Genie, at your door. And he could grant you one wish, anything in the world, anything you want. Yeah. And he said he was baffled because every single person gave him the same answer. And it was a figure, number, money figure, and the same. Every single person, $1 million. That's it. And so, <laughs> and exactly That's a right. genie giving you everything. And so he goes, he's like, listen, mother effer. He's like, it's a magic genie that could grant you anything. And he'd push them. He'd say it over and over and over. And they said yeah. the same answer. And so what that shows is from the place that they come from, you know, to them, $1 million is huge. It's massive. It is a big amount. Right? But if you get a magic stick. A magic genie, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> And so the point is, we need to open up our horizons. What I may be thinking of as a big goal to someone else is like, really? You want to make $80 million as an example? Okay, <laughs> I'm going to fly high like Jeff Bezos. I don't know where you're at. Yeah. So to cut it, you know. Not only on financial terms, this goes on anything. like other like health terms as well. Like if somebody uh, can just, somebody thinks about, oh, I'm going to do these three laps of this park by the end of six months. Whereas someone there is thinking, I'm going to run a thousand mile marathon by the end of yeah, three right. months. So you think how big you can think. Yeah, and right. that, that, that determines your trajectory where exactly. it's heading. So Correct. if you have like, as the first one said, like little goal, little, expect, little mm. expectations. This also goes like, if you don't think big, you cannot set a bigger goal. No, nah, that's right. And I didn't think, you know, uh, it's all about, he explains how to actually do that is to magnify your opportunities and to actually be creative with your goals, right? So, you know, when the goal comes in, you know, most people put this, they frame it around in a negative manner. And the way they do that is by, you know, let's say your goal was, you want to own a house by, you know, in three years time, four years, five years time. And so the way you would frame it negative, negatively, maybe, oh, what if there's like a uh, world, you know, pandemic, which we're in, you know, what if there's like, uh, you know, stocks crash or I lose my job and maybe we'll have to go for a smaller house. So you're narrowing it down. And he says, well, magnify your opportunities. Why not imagine everything plus 10 times what you imagine? Well, maybe what if we get one that's 10 times as big? We have a farm, we have a large, you know what I mean? Like magnify it and be super creative. Instead of the what ifs in terms of what could go wrong, what could go right? Yeah. And that way, it's this muscle that you just start creating. And all of a sudden, when you look at things, you look at them and see the potential rather than what could go wrong. You look at what could go right. And I think it's that was like a big takeaway for so many people. Yeah, which a lot of people don't implement in their life no everyone looks at what goes wrong rather than what goes right yes <laughs> like there's a there's pessimists have a lot more weight than optimist and realists are like there's a few realists yeah but mostly they're pessimist no that's right man that's yeah. right and I'm, I'm speaking from experience and i think you would be too man you know yeah i'm not still i'm still in the realist zone but i'm trying to be going into pure optimism so <laughs> Oh, I think it has to be a balance, you know what I mean? Not, but at the same time, real understanding with real action. Yeah, right? yeah. so if I want to be optimistic, if I put like, I knew something that's going to go 100% right, then I'll be optimistic about it. 
and then I'll be like, but if I, if there's a thing that I don't have much control, then I might be more realistic on those terms. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah. understand. And Big I think topic too. it is, we'll come on later. <laughs> the next one, uh, that I got away fr- uh, from the book is the action habit. The mm. action habit is you hear, whenever you hear your pe- friends or anyone like, Oh, what's your, uh, like, New Year's resolution, first of all, like, it's yeah. like everybody has this 1st of January. They're going to be millionaires. They're going to be billionaires. They're going to have the best body from that day. They're going to start then. So everybody mm. puts off the thing. And he says that now is the magic word. Whatever you want to do, be a doer, not a donter. That's get true. started and start doing it. So if you want to learn something, uh, if you want to make apps, if you want to learn app development, you start learning that now if you want to have the six pack abs you start doing that crunch now and like i'll I'll wait for when the time comes i'll wait for like till i get this and then i have that and then i don't have work and but i have to go to work forget that that. i have so many friends that they tell i'm on phone and like oh how's your training going like oh i'm starting monday Monday never comes. Uh, good old Monday. Monday is the f- biggest dream killer. <laughs> I literally tell, like, I, I tell my clients, and like, you know, when we do the health coaching, okay, I'm just giving you the plan. Sometimes I, I deliver it to them. We talk on like a, a yeah. Wednesday, and I'm like, you have your option, okay? When do you want to start? I don't like the Monday idea, okay? When do you feel you get a grasp of it? Don't give me that Monday bullshit. When yeah. are you ready to start? Is when we start. Yeah. Not, you know, okay, I'll wait for the new week bullshit right yeah that, that that that's like so much you just can't stop seeing it it's, it's like you're hoping for you're like when the universe comes together as one and the clouds all the stars up, will be aligned in my direction at, and at then exactly 601 p.m you know on this day i'll step I'll, in the gym and then, and then i'll start and there'll be you know <laughs> Exactly. I'll get this brilliant idea. I'll, I'll, my brain will be super focused, so I can start studying on this from Monday. <laughs> like, but that's what he talks about. Like, the magic word is now, and you need to use it. And whatever you speak about, you have to do. Yeah. Implement. Yeah. Say it now. All right. I want to have to do this. Okay. I'll do it now. Take the first. If you can't run the whole thing, take the first step and put something to like the trigger for it. Yeah. So you can yeah. start for it. Yeah. But the magic word is now. The magic word is now. I love that. And I think that's super powerful. Like it, it works in every context, you know. Clearly goes to show that, yes, even people before our time knew some stuff, right? Yeah. Um, this guy, honestly, I wish he had another book. I've been looking and I can't find anything. I just want to... He's so good at writing as well. Oh, yeah. The really book, good at writing. You get like so involved in all the stories. Just like, get you right like yeah. one is some really tiny small stories but you feel the characters and then what's there. going yeah you're there it's very good very well it's a good escape at the same time while you learn right yeah um and not many books are like that so the next one I, that i took was um this is always it's all revolving around the same sort of thing successful patterns but this is like to do with networking and being a human a good you know powerful human with a powerful presence and so he, he talks about making your attitude your allies. And what he says is, you know, I've written down some quotes again because he's always got some awesome stuff. Attitudes are mirrors of the mind. They reflect thinking. In other words, I can see your attitude, your body language, your smile. Is it fake? Is it real? What are you thinking? Do you like me? Do you not? Do you hate me? Do you want to stab me? <laughs> All these things. And so those are really important. You have to get them down packed. Not to manipulate people, but being genuine. 
And that's something he really emphasizes. You can be a master manipulator, but it doesn't get you anywhere. People read that. And then, he, you know, and the next quote is, we read attitudes through expressions and voice tones, right? Which is the same thing. Yeah. So he talks about improving and actually purposefully, purposefully working on improving this. Most people think, I don't feel like it though. Irrelevant. So irrelevant. You don't have to feel like it, okay? It's about doing. Like you said, do it now. Yeah. And so when you go and shake hands with people, be enthusiastic. Shake hands with enthusiasm. I know right now we technically can't. Fist bump with enthusiasm. Break their knuckles, you know what I mean? All their elbows. I'm kidding. And that's the image you leave with them. Like, if you speak, if you're always on the phone like, hey, bro, what's up, man? <laughs> but like, not in a phony way, but if it's genuine and you're excited to speak to this person, next time they call you, they will associate that feeling of, high energy optimism yeah. with you and then whenever if he has an opportunity not even in a business sense but in his life or something which involves energy and optimism he would think of you and he would yeah. contact you that's right. so that's how you attract these energies around you and uh, even whether it's just you know of course like you said it's not just networking for the sake of networking because what can i get out of it just as a human friends family everyone you, and even like if you do more for people. You actually feel good about yourself. It's, it's literally, there's a good saying, uh, you know, giving to charities or being donating or giving to other people and helping is the most selfish thing you can do because yeah. you're the one that's left feeling so good. You get these hormones, serotonin in your body, right? And 100% true. Yeah. You know, he talks about, you know, the smile, how important oh, the smile How contagious is, is the oh. smile? I've tried this over and over when I go for a walk. Yeah. I like to do this experiment thing. Like, I'll <laughs> smile at people and I'll see how many smiles I didn't get back. Yeah. And like, they're only like, till now I've only got one or two people who haven't smiled back. Yeah, because no. <laughs> they have like really shit lives or whatever. Oh man, it's sad. <laughs> but but it's, you feel it's bad. True. But like, if you smile to someone, other persons, they light up. If they were, if some, you see someone walking like, sad and worried about thinking and you give them a smile they smile back at you for that second their their body physiology told them to be happy right. and they yeah, had yeah. that trigger and they they felt better about themselves and there's two ways to look at it right some people say oh they don't always smile back give a full freaking smile not a yeah. half-ass smile no one's gonna smile back to a half-ass smile right i just want like joker to scare people uh, off. That, yeah maybe maybe not <laughs> find the balance all right i like this two stories one is he says in the book he goes he got into an accident Guy was out coming out of the car yeah. and he looked like he was pissed. He was ready to go off. So the first thing he does, he gets out of the car and he's like, all right, he, his name's David. He's like, all right, David, speaking to himself, biggest smile. And he has this massive, biggest smile he could possibly put on his face. And he said, sorry, friend. You know, and all of a sudden you see the other guy, you know, uh, flips his attitude yeah. and he's just reciprocating. And he's like, that's okay. You know? How can you be angry with someone who's like that? Exactly. Yeah. And so another one is to show like, this is how true it is. Have you ever sat down maybe at a doctor's office or somewhere and you may have been in a shit room. Maybe everyone was in a tense situation, but there was a baby and there was this tiny little baby and he just looks and he starts smiling and he's like happy as anything. And all of a sudden you start smiling. It's contagious because yeah. it was genuine, right? So it has to be a genuine smile. Look at someone, put everything, put all your effort into it. Um, you know, compliment others. You know, when you see someone just got their head down, oh, you look fantastic. You look good. Have you lost weight? Maybe, you know, um, if you see And give real compliments, don't like just for the sake of it. Everybody has something right. you can compliment them on. Like he talks in the book about like how you can 
see like everybody has something you can compliment them about and something they're even working towards that will give them more boost to keep going and doing those things just don't make the mistake of saying oh my god are you pregnant (laughs) 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 okay because some people what are you doing don't do that all right we've all done it it's the best when people get you right but uh (laughs) compliment others okay affirmation what's the weather like it's fantastic weather (laughs) Respond with excellent. Don't say, oh, yeah, I'm okay. But uh, I think that about, yeah, that sums it up. That was a really, really important piece, man. Yeah. And the last part, which I think <clears throat> uh, we, like, I try to incorporate every now and then into it, uh, but I should, I should really, like, do it every day, was the part that you are what you think you are, which yeah. I implement, but another part is, like, it involves several parts. One of the parts is dress like that part. So yeah. now, now especially if I'm working from home, I try to now have like proper clothes rather than my PJ to go to sit to work. Yeah. Because the if you dress like uh, dress the part, then you feel about that part, That's and you true. actually feel inside that your work is important. Yeah. And you're doing important work. The more you feel you're doing important work, the more you feel you are important. The more better work you produce. The more better work you produce, the more better output you get the more better recognition, the more right. response you get. So it's By like, the way, I've noticed that in you. I've noticed a difference, even just changing clothes. Yeah. You're almost like in work uniform. Work, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, the mindset's there. Yeah, and you, and then when I finish, I just go back to my PJ. But it also tells me like, okay, this is my segregation yep. of work and this. So this is what he speaks about, which I think like is, has really benefited me and which I'm keeping with myself. The next thing he talks about is thinking regulates action. And mm. if a man feels inferior, he acts the way... And like, you can't hide it. Some people, I know so many people who inside are inferior, but they show it off that, oh, they're confident and they overcompensate on a lot of things, which, Mm. and everyone can tell. Just uh, describe a little bit of an inferior for some people that may not quite understand that Uh, context. I'll give you one example. Uh, I was at a party one day and because I was big, uh, I'm... I'm a bit, uh, I'm not training this much, but I was bigger at that point. So whenever yeah. I go, people just think I'm a meathead. Yeah, so yeah. there was a bench, <laughs> there was a bench press over there. So uh, I was uh, eating and then chilling with the people. And uh, I just said, oh, there's a bench press. And I was, I was, I am a meathead. I'm like, oh, I might do some sets. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I went ahead and I did like, uh, there was like uh, 80 kilos or something on it. Yeah. So I went ahead and did like uh, a I set. I did like 12 <laughs> or 14 something reps on it. And then I put it back and then I like set up and then I went off. And there, there was this another guy. He, cause he does, he doesn't train that much, uh, but <clears throat> He didn't have, nobody asked him to come and do it. And nobody asked me, but he said, I can do it. Oh yeah, I've been training. And then he goes there and he picks up the weight and he just starts coming down on it. Oh. And I have to pick it up and put the weight back on. Dude, I feel so bad for that guy and right now. Then he was open. Oh, nobody asked him that he is not that person yeah, who doesn't train. He was it. trying to show I train and I'm stronger, and that's what put him down. Yeah. So this is just one of the examples. But a lot of the times, even you, I'm speaking at work with someone about something, and they speak about something they don't know about to overcompensate on that part. So that happens with everyone, and everyone. Some some places, everyone is guilty of that too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So he speaks about how to re- regulate your actions and how you're thinking about those things, and they become you become the per- if you feel you're important, you yeah. become that person. Yeah, it's right. Belief. Yeah. yeah. How you determine how, how you think determines how you act. How you act in turn determines 
how others react to you. So if you think that you are this person who doesn't have to prove to something any something to anyone, if you think you're the person that is actually genuine and then you actually are genuine yeah. and you attract real friendships and other people will in turn act and determine the same way to you and reach out to you the same way. Yeah, 100%. I think, you know, the way you respond to others is, you know, the reaction comes back in the same way, right? Yeah. You need By the to way, I'm going to flip that around. It's determines, man. Say it again, determines. Uh, determines. I have my English test. <laughs> Sorry, man. I had to flip that. I had to flip that. Yeah, Determines. 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 I, uh, yeah, powerful points. And um, I think, you know, just to, to end this off, you know, my thoughts on the book are that every human on this planet, regardless of where you think you are right now, should read this book. And especially if you, if you are caught up in a mindset where you feel like you've got reasons and excuses, which in your mind are going to be genuine for you, that, you know, as to why you can't do something, then this is something you really need to read because he really drills into it in a really good manner. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I've given this book to a few of my friends. I think one of the things you should do after you finish reading it is have a plan what you're going to do after that, after these takeaways, yeah. what you learned and what you're going to implement because otherwise you don't take away anything from it. It doesn't improve your life quality. No, that's so right. that's, that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much with every book, but definitely with this book too. Yeah. I think that, uh, you know, I think that's a good wrap and uh, any book you ever read guys, especially after this, but hand it to someone else. And uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on it because it was a super powerful book and we're obviously talking it up heaps, you know, it's only because we're getting money for people that buy it. Um, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> but you know, seriously, couldn't talk it up more. Love you guys. And uh, you know, catch you later. Take care. Bye-bye. Ciao.